Hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, Tech Biz and Talk. I'm Sean. And this is Nan. Uh, welcome this... to another episode. Yeah. Excited to, excited to do this one. Um, so, Nan, what are we talking about today? Yeah. So, today we're going to talk about crypto again. I mean, it's like... Uh... It's the hot, the hottest thing right now, and we couldn't, we couldn't run away from that. It just keep happening in the news. Uh, so many things had happened in the past week, uh, and also, you know, of course, we do, uh, we do our own research, and uh, you know, found out a very interesting topic that actually Sean bring it up to me about, you know, crypto and criminals. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna touch base on that today, and also some of the latest new. Uh, about you know Elon Musk, about Bitcoin, uh, crypto community, uh, it's gonna be a fun one. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm really excited. Uh, it's funny that we can't get away from <laughs> crypto. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> it's the, we we don't choose the topic. The, to- the topic chooses us. So Ooh. sometimes destiny take uh, takes the will. You know, <laughs> uh, I like that. Yeah, Sean, I I think you you sent me the text, um, oh like an audio message a couple of days ago. And also send me a podcast. Um, what is the name again that that you uh, you sent it to me? I want you know if people want to listen. Yeah, to sure. History of Bitcoin is very interesting about how did this like start and about uh, Satoshi in two thousand two thousand and nine. Yes, yeah. So um, we're we're not getting paid for this recommendation. Um, just a <laughs> just letting yeah, you know. We should but, though. But. <laughs> yeah, we should. Um, but there's a yeah, there's a podcast. Called, <laughs> there's a podcast called um, uh, Conspiracy Theories, and each each week they you know kind of dive into a different conspiracy. Um, but what's cool about the um, what's cool about the podcast is that they each week they do two episodes on, on the conspiracy. The first episode they give a background um, of like you know say we're talking about Bitcoin, um, and they do have their most recent episode is on Bitcoin actually, which kind of uh, inspired nam and i to do this one to do this episode but they the the first episode is kind of the history of bitcoin and um how it came to be and then the second one they talk about a few conspiracy theories surrounding bitcoin and they have a bunch of different topics like you know probably over 100 at this point so definitely check check that podcast out um but yeah yeah Uh, so we we're gonna put the link in the description with the episode number um, and you should check it out if you if you interested in it. I think it's really cool. Uh, I I never heard of this podcast before, but uh, but Sean shared with me. Uh, but yeah, what do do you want to just start talking about like the interesting point or like thing that you you find sure. in that podcast? Absolutely, yeah. Um, and if you ha- if you if you guys haven't listened to like the first two episodes on on crypto and, and NFTs, um, Nam is definitely. Um, he's definitely more of an advocate um, of crypto um, and blockchain yeah. than than I am. So definitely, if you haven't listened to those episodes, definitely go back and listen. Um, I think I think we had a pretty good conversation about the the pros and cons of crypto, and because I, you know, I, I'm kind of the not I want to say the opposite of non, but definitely um, less of a less of a yeah. less of a supporter. I so. Say- yeah, I think you you have uh, you are more of a skeptic. You definitely like uh, yeah. not like hating it, but it's just like you very carefully, you know, with all your action and your thinking opinions about the whole crypto thing. Yeah, yeah, and I mean like yeah. in this episode, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about 
some of the some of the negatives um, regarding regarding cryptocurrency specifically. Um, but like with with anything, right? With any new thing, there's gonna be problems, and and um, you know, they, I mean, it just takes time to kind of get around those things, right? Now. Yes, I like that. I like I like the approach. Yeah, definitely. We are very early in the game. Um, well, to to make something money is or, or like the currency uh, or a, a decentralized infrastructure that would not depends on one entity is is a big problem to solve. And of course, like uh, Bitcoin born in two thousand and nine and actually hit the same like the. Uh, the public is like 2010 or 11 and i was like i was 14 15 at that time so i'm not i don't i don't even know what what that meant but <laughs> um but yeah there's definitely a lot of um problem in early uh early in the day yeah uh, and every time that bitcoin did not collapse after one of the big you know scandal you can say that it kind of like strengthened the grew stronger right so, right Yes, so it's uh, like it needs to go through, you know, the struggle to kind of prove itself, right? Because if if it doesn't, then you know it's definitely definitely not worth as much, right? And then that's yeah. like the the um, the idea of you know you have to survive, adapt to survive, I guess, you know. Yes, exactly. Yep. Um, yeah. So th I think this was this one is going to be pretty interesting. Um, so you want to just dive right in. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, in the episode uh, that we listened to is uh, essentially you you probably want to tell a story better than I do. But the gist of it was uh, crypto was or Bitcoin specifically was used as ransom for a, you know, uh, for a group of hacker and hacking a central database of, I think, uh, UCSF or something. Right. Is it a hospital? Yeah. Um, UCSF okay. Medical Hospital. Yep. Yep. Yes. So essentially, um, um, you know, a, a group of hacker hacked into, you know, the central databases. And one day the worker came to work, you know, they cannot access the file. And there's like a file for like thousands and thousands of patients, you know, it's classified, it's definitely not a good looks. And um, it could jeopardize the whole, you know, the hospital, I guess, because technically, like, um, I think it's illegal to, to leak those information. Mm -hmm. or being deleted right so there's a lot of consequences there um but yeah do you want to fill in the story uh yeah sure um so yeah you hit it hit the nail on the head right there um it, so this this was the most recent um crypto attack ransom ransomware attack um which is a, like one of the most prevalent forms of uh of of hacking attacks um pertaining to crypto but it happened in 2020 at UCSF um this this hacking group called Netwalker um hacked into the central database like Nam said um and and encrypted um essentially like all of the patient data at the hospital which is a big big no-no um and they basically said to the um to the hospital um we will um Unencrypt or de decrypt? What is the right? It's unencrypt. Decrypt, yeah. We will decrypt the data, give it back to you. No worries. Just send us three million dollars. So, the hospital, when when the attack first happened, the IT staff 
uh, frantically tried to to unplug all the servers, hoping that the you know the um, the malware wouldn't wouldn't spread. But um, they were too late. So they yep. they tried their best to come up with the funds, but um, couldn't really do so. On you know they eventually agreed on I believe it was like one point one million, giving it to that giving one point one million to the hackers. Um, yes. However, the hackers, the hacking group NetWalker, they didn't want cash. What do they want now? They want drum rows. <laughs> they wanted $1.1 million in Bitcoin. Exactly. Um, they wanted $1.1 in Bitcoin. Um, and so the hospital paid. And the thing is, um, with with Bitcoin, obviously that they you know they they just entered in the the the, the Bitcoin wallet number for this hacking group, um, sent the money over and it's untraceable. So the money's gone, yeah. disappeared. You, there's no way to trace where it went. And that's the beauty of blockchain um, and crypto. But in this case, it's right. It's a it's a negative, right? Um, so. Yeah. That's just one example of a of an attack. There have been numerous attacks since since crypto um, sprung up um, back back yeah. in two thousand eight. So, so I think that is very interesting. So when I first heard the story, right, there's a couple of keywords that I that I noticed. Mm -hmm. So first thing is hacker. Second thing thing is they hack a centralized database. So the fact is centralized is mm. prone to being attacked. You know, the fact that the system is centralized, meaning one entity could have a lot of information is a dangerous concept in itself, I guess, in a way, right? Because now if you hack into the bank, yeah, it's going to cost you more than $1.1 million for sure. So, because so you have all the credit card number. So what you're right? saying, so what you're saying now is like, it, <sighs> If if these medical if these if this patient data these medical records were on the blockchain instead of a centralized database they then the hack wouldn't wouldn't even be possible. Yes, it would. I mean, they would have to overthrow the fifty one percent. And I mean, I'm not I'm not super in the technical, but I would believe that it would cost them more money to hack the system than to getting the ransom, mm. right? And also because it's decentralized. Uh, there's no like one location they could attack. So imagine like uh, back in the day, right? The idea is like uh, if you want to rob a bank, go to the bank, right? And you rob it, and you know exactly where the bank is, where's the address, you know where it is. You just go there. Yeah. So imagine the central location is bank. You know where exactly where it is. But now if you have to go to every house in this town to get money, that's more work, more risk. And it just, you know, sometimes it's gonna cost you more to do that. Mm. So that's the idea of decentralized, right? If you keep money in every, you know, everyone's house, it's gonna be harder to to rob everyone. Yeah. Like, of course, you can, you know, trick one or two, but then the amount might be not be significant, right? So I, I think, I think it's it's very interesting, right? Because you're right. It's the beauty of, of Bitcoin is it cannot be traced. Like, you can have the public. Uh, um what is that ledger no uh mm -hmm. the public address address mm -hmm. up there but they cannot map to a person right you cannot you cannot trace anyone from there so it's a good thing and it's also a bad thing right with power come great responsibility right mm -hmm. spider-man um and in this case they're using bitcoin to their advantage 
to hack a centralized system. So I guess the question is like, is Bitcoin actually bad because it can be a tool or is blockchain is going to be something that prevent it from happening in the first place, prevent the hack from happening from in the first place. Right. Do you, right. you get, do you see my argument? I like do. How, yes. Where I'm going with this? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, um, what do you think? No, I, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. I think, um, <laughs> I mean, in terms of the medical industry, um, I think that it's going to be, a, and I might be wrong, I think it's going to be a very long time until we see like patient data being moved. Oh, you're to right. Because like <laughs> just a couple of right. some, uh, you know, some not not hospitals. I mean, they're, they're obviously more advanced, but some, uh, you know, clinical settings are still using folders and paper to store patient data. You know what I mean? Sean, you, you, that is so, that's so interesting because <laughs> my job, right, what I do, is mm -hmm. part of the job was to process those file and document that's handwritten or print out and put it in a database in a somewhere. Ah. So that's, that is actually part of my job to do that. So, and, and there's so many, like we have like millions <laughs> of documents like flowing in and yes. And, and you, you would, you would want to believe that like they would use iPad, you know, all the technology to document it, like, you know, patient record, but no, they still use like pen and paper hand note, you know, yeah, things like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's pretty cool too. I, I actually didn't know that about your job. That's, uh, so. <laughs> that's, yeah, it's that's a part of it. Of yes. <laughs> wow, well, yeah, I, I'm sure that's not all you do, but um, no, very, yeah. very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, so in terms of in terms of this UCSF attack, I mean, we, we could probably see more of this more of this stuff happening because I feel like it, I feel like it'll be a, it'll be some time until the medical industry, you know, transitions over to the blockchain where, you know, this kind of yeah, thing or any industry. wouldn't happen or any industry for that matter. But I, yeah. I feel like the medical industry might take a little bit longer, you know, but. Um, yeah, so I, I think the, the world that we live in in the future, uh, we will have cyber police like that is what I'm, I'm seeing right now, because. The danger is not in like physical threat, right? Uh, like I said again, with the bank example, when you rob a bank, right? You are scared to be arrested because you know the government has more uh, weapons, mili military power to be able to do so, mm -hmm. to be able to like catch you and like enforce the law, right? Yeah. Um, if, if you don't, if the government does not have enough power, you know, like the mafia running the, like the city and things like that, it happens too. Right. So yes. if, like the mafia could run the city, the government cannot do anything about it because there's more power. So the same thing, right now we have a hacker It's like, uh, you know, and they do it like online virtually in digital war. We don't have the, the uh, cyber police yet. I mean, we do in a way right? they, they build like, um, security um network and things like that to try to protect it from from, from being attacked right mm -hmm. we need more of that and it's going to be more of that right because like in the future I'm, I'm going off topic now you will not see people actually fighting in war anymore because it'll be a drone war right you just like a bunch of drones flying around like attack each other and if you kind of the drones lose then there's no point fighting anymore because you lose <laughs> and now like who's who's the the soldier all the nerds bro like, <laughs> well, that's around the world, bro. You're already starting to see. You're, you're <laughs> already starting to see. Yeah, you're already starting to see some of that. Where you know there are drone pilots 
sitting in um, some random bunker in Arkansas or whatever, flying a drone somewhere in uh, the Middle East, you know, um, surveying or dropping bombs or whatever they're doing. Um, So this is this is already being done. And that drone pilot was someone who just grew grew up playing Call of Duty and (laughs) and um, Microsoft Flight (laughs) Simulator. Um, and e-sport, now, bro. <laughs> yeah, esports way now. Nah, we should definitely do something on esports soon. <laughs> um, oh, for real. Yeah. But yeah, so I think I think that is gonna be um, what needed to happen. Like you know, yeah. cyber police to to prevent or to like fight back those hackers because yes. like well, real. Yeah. The blockchain. The blockchain essentially allows anyone to be. Um, a, 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 a police officer, a cyber police officer, right? Because you can, yes, you can, you can validate any anyone can validate any any block in the chain, right? Um, so if if someone yeah, tries, there's nuances to it. I'm sorry to interrupt. There's nuances to it, and we will get to with China. But yes, technically, yes, everyone can have okay. the chance to validate. Yeah, you know. This um this leads to a, an interesting topic that I also wanted to talk about. Talk you know we're talking about governments and, and power and crypto. Um, I wanted to talk about the the WikiLeaks scandal. Um, yes, yes, with, yeah, with Julian yeah. Assange. Yeah, so um, I'm sure everyone is familiar with WikiLeaks. Um, it was created by Julian Assange. Um, and. Actually, give, give give us a quick like um, intro because like I haven't heard of it, so I might people might not have heard of it. But yeah, give us like a yeah. quick like recap summary of what what is WikiLeaks, what are they trying to do, etc. Yeah, and, what's and the please problem? and please guys, fact fa- please fact check us. Um, you know, we, we, or, you know, we're just starting off with this podcast, but please you know, message us, uh, DM us on on Instagram at our at our Instagram, which will you know our will include our handle in the description. We'll also hopefully be creating maybe a a Slack channel or maybe even um, a little like oh, website bro, landing page. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so you guys can, you know, please fact check us if you if you if you can. Um, but Julian Assange, Australian um, man who created WikiLeaks to hold world governments accountable, essentially by releasing, you know, releasing information that could be true, could be falsified. Um, we don't know. It's just you know, it's a it's a site to access leaked information um and so in november 2010 um wikileaks released um about a quarter of a million classified messages from american embassies around the world so these messages you know ranged from you know put you know information on potential conflicts that you know united states was going to get into with pakistan um to UFO sightings, anything you can think of, you know, any type of classified information um, was found in these, in this batch of about a quarter of a million classified messages. So this was a this was a huge huge deal, um, and WikiLeaks was was ended up being sanctioned um, by um, companies like American Express, Visa. Um, so these companies blocked all payments to the site. So WikiLeaks works kind of like Wikipedia, where they take donations from. Um, readers, um, so payment institutions started blocking all payments to WikiLeaks, um, right? Because of because of what happened, because the U.S. government was putting put pressure on um, these um, financial institutions yep. to to block these payments. So someone ended up writing in on a forum 
suggesting WikiLeaks, why don't you um, why don't you start accepting donations from from Bitcoin, right? Um, it seems like a perfect application of of Bitcoin, of cryptocurrency in general. Um, and so WikiLeaks decided to to do this, and to date, um, they have received tens of millions of dollars of donations via Bitcoin. Um, so it, it has worked. It has worked marvelously for WikiLeaks, and they have avoided the U.S. government in the process, and none of the donations can be can be traced. So none of the people, like the people who actually donated, don't feel like they have committed a crime or anything like that, too, because they could be less scared. They can sleep oh, better yeah. at night. They don't. Right? Yeah, they don't. Yeah. It's not a crime, right? It's not. Yeah. Um, yeah so so that is a very interesting uh, uh incident that happened I, and i think that is where you know, satoshi wh whose identity is unknown right nobody know who who he actually is all is he like a person or a group of people yeah. nobody knows but but then that is i think that that incident marked the kind of like the last appearance of satoshi on on email, so he never talked, he never recorded himself, no video, nothing, just email, and 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 when that happened, I think he sensed that if the founder of this, you know, whole, mm. you know, cryptocurrency, uh, that disrupt the whole, you know, government and financial system, if the founder being caught or being discovered or anything, that if identity being leaked, then it's not really like fully like i guess decentralized because now it's going to be like nobody know who make this it's just going to exist right and then he know that it's going to be complicated with politics you know mm. we'll try to hold him accountable or things like that so but, is that really I, when is that really when he kind of fell off the f fell off the map at that after that yes i think around that time yeah around wow. that time it's like uh, nobody know for sure he never communicate anything about that of, of course it's just like you know he's just not responding and it's interesting um, that you said because, like, I've been saying, when whenever I whenever I talk about um, Satoshi Nakamura, I say he, I say he, he, but it, I mean, it could be a it could be a woman, it could be a group, like you said. I mean, um, it, it, in yeah, it all anything, honesty, right? in all honesty, it's probably a group, right? If you had to, if you had to guess, it's probably yeah. I think it's it. it I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of conspiracy theory about this, right? Who he is, but I think. It is, it is best that the identity is unknown. I think it's been discussed on in, in the community yeah. too. That that you no, know, maybe is is for the better. Maybe that is his plan. No, yes, but like yeah, the plan to, to yeah. make it anonymous. Yeah, because uh, wh whoever he is or whoever she is or whoever it is, yes, they 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 must have known. I'm gonna go with group. They must have known that it would eventually get to this point. You know what I mean? They must have known. At, at first, when Bitcoin launched, it was, you know, I think the the value of the first coin was like set at a uh, hundredth of seven cents. Yeah. So a hundredth of seven cents. Uh, that was the value of the first Bitcoin. And, and this group, you know, obviously they set the maximum number of Bitcoins to be mined at 21 million, right? Um, yes, because just like gold, right? When you have a currency, you you, you can't have unlimited currency. You need to have a, a, a cap where that currency will be valueless. So um, they set it at twenty one million, and there have been there was another 
there was another hacking attempt. One of the one of the worst ones to affect Bitcoin. It almost brought the whole system down. Um, and it you know um, this podcast that Manam and I mentioned at the beginning. They they talk about it in more detail. But essentially, one of the hackers tried to hack tried to mine more Bitcoin than the, would have been allowed by the cap by the twenty one million cap, and this would have completely devalued Bitcoin. Um, but they ended up you know solving that. And like Nam said. After they solved that issue and and conquered that hacker, Bitcoin valuation shot through the roof and it grew even stronger than before. Um, so I, yeah. you know, so, but yeah, I mean, it's great. yeah. So it's I think crazy. I think sorry to interrupt. No, no, it's fine. So that's the thing, right? So I, I think what WikiLeaks do is not. I mean, I don't know much about politics. I don't think it's illegal. I don't know. What do you think? Is do you think it's illegal to leak information like that, or is, should be like more transparent with the government and the people and things like that? I don't know, man. If I had a, uh, if I had an alias and no one knew <laughs> it was me talking, <laughs> then I'd, I'd probably say that it's not illegal. But <laughs> with the government, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're gonna. It's, it's okay, bro. We're not China yet. <laughs> They're not gonna track us down and try to try to put us put us in jail. But I, don't I think know, man. yeah, it's, it's well, an iffy situation. Let's not say it's not illegal or legal. I would just say that is it is a solution to a problem that you know that the solution might not exist if it's not because of Bitcoin. Mm. And it definitely bring more power to the little guy. Yeah. And to fight to to fight against you know government which which i i don't know i, I maybe just my ideology i always like that right i i yeah. i like the freedom i like to be able to have uh tools that you know kind of yeah. nobody can try to censor me or ban me or you know mm. try to put me in a box or like try to frame me of anything that i don't want to be yeah yeah so yeah. um and definitely like it's like human right i think when something new happened uh criminals <laughs> would be really quick to to figure it out and try to use it first because you know of course yeah uh the system try to, to try to find them right try to try to expose them try to hinder the activities which they should right we should not you know <laughs> advocate for criminals as bad but then they will definitely definitely more likely to figure it out a way to do it mm -hmm. and i feel like bitcoin has a lot of upside but because of that people can uh, take advantage of it and do it do illegal stuff with it yes yes yeah would i say like oh i wish it um didn't happen yeah 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 i wish it didn't happen i wish people don't do bad things but it's always going to happen right how many illegal stuff people are doing with us right. dollar how do we respond right? to it how do we react to it yeah yeah it's always going to happen yeah with us dollar with gold with any currency yeah. they are criminals out there selling drugs yep. human trafficking right they need i mean of course before bitcoin it's not like it's not exist people still do illegal shit all the time yeah right and, and and Bitcoin just happened to be a way that it's untraceable and you know criminal. Of course, like they run the whole like organization. They definitely like smart and bad people, evil people. But they yep. you know definitely are. 
Right? They 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 figure out the loophole, and they play the system. Yeah. In every in any system, they're always hacker. Like there's yeah. no perfect system. Bitcoin is not one of them. There's always bad things to it. But I think I would just believe that there will be more good than bad being so that uh, get out of this, out, uh, out of this, out of the Bitcoin and blockchain, things like this. I think there's more good than bad. Mm. And as long as it's small percentage of bad, which I hope, then yeah, then, then so, it might be good. So this actually, th this makes me think of the next, the, the next thing I want to talk about before, um, before you talk about um, China and uh, and the the mining hash rate, um, so yes, the conversation uh, the conversation of good good and bad, um, the government right governments all around the world. Would you say Nam that their enemy at this point is cryptocurrency? Oh, well, I think it's, sh I think it should be. I think there's a lot of reason why it should. They literally like threaten like one of the two most important things that make up a nation and country, which is military, yep. uh, military and money, right? And they try to take over the money part. And, you know, so yeah. I think the US and other country hasn't responded that strong about it. I think China was trying to figure it out a way, but, uh, but, well, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that it's not more serious. Regulated, you know? yeah. Well, yes. so I think you'll find this interesting. Um, so you, you must have heard of Silk Road, right? I actually haven't. So Silk but, Road, yeah. Silk Road uh, was, yeah, so Silk Road was, was um, one of the most um, widely visited black market sites um, that you know accepted cryptocurrency. It was launched in 2011. Um, it's uh, you can only be found on the deep web, um, and it was a marketplace um, where that you would you know you could post ads for for drugs, anything from marijuana to heroin. You could post listings for fireworks. You could sell American passports. Um, there was drug trafficking, human trafficking. Um, you could you could put put out a hit on on someone's life um and you know assassins could <laughs> log into the marketplace and respond to your your hits it was you know silk road was a black market site uh and all mm -hmm. of their prices were listed in bitcoin um yep. so this seems like a perfect use hit use case for a cryptocurrency right for for bitcoin um so that you know yep. buyers could transact um their transactions would be untraceable um it 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 obviously made sense for Bitcoin, right? Um, a lot of a lot of a lot of crazy stuff, bad stuff would happen on this on this black market um, deep website. So the FBI uh, finally got around to shutting the site down in 2013. So just two years after the site was launched, the founder um, I forget his first name, but his last name Ulbricht. Um, he was just a programmer out of Texas running this black market site that was a global powerhouse in this Damn. in this industry um he was uh sentenced to two life two life sentences so life in prison um and he i mean when he was when he was operating the site he made hundreds of millions if not billions of dollars from this site i think it was in the billions mm -hmm. um 
when F so this is this this is where I'm getting to with with the government's role in cryptocurrency, right? When the FBI raided Silk Road at the time, right? This was in 2011. They seized they ended up seizing about 170,000 Bitcoin. 170,000 Bitcoin. And at the time, yep. Bitcoin, after going through all of its scandals in about 20, in 2013, correct me if I'm wrong, fact check me, but Bitcoin was valued at like under $5. So they seized 170,000 Bitcoin at $5. Now, they cashed in on all of that. And then the proceeds fed right into their budget. So, and again, I, I, I got this information from the, um, from the, uh, the conspiracy, you know, the conspiracy podcast. Um, yes. But I just find that I just find that interesting um, because we were just talking about, you know, the government's role in crypto and and how they're, you know, steering clear of it. Obviously, they're mortal enemies. Right. But uh, when it works in their favor, that's a different story. Right. Yeah. So I, what, what I would say is this. Right. Yes. People will do bad things. And uh, there's always a challenge for, for Bitcoin in general. Um, and I think if there are more bad things that are being done on Bitcoin and people, and, and because it's public, right, you can see it, other people in the network can see it. And if it's too many bad things or just, just, you know, at the end of the day, maybe, oh, humans bad in general, then I would, I don't know, I, mean, uh, I would, I would like to play the game to see how it ends. I, I believe that human are good. I would believe that if a lot of bad in the system and only bad people using Bitcoin, then um, it would not have the same value that it has, right? Like, the, I mean, it is a currency. The value of Bitcoin depends on how many people agree to accept it. If 80% or 50, 60% of them are for illegal stuff, drug dealer and things like that, um, they would only be exchanged within themselves, not with outsider. And thus drive down the value of Bitcoin. It's like, so it's, it's a game theory thing, right? Mm. It's like, oh, it's more good thing, more people adopt it. And if the thesis is, you know, they are more good people than bad, then it's gonna play out like that. But if the thesis is, you know, there's more bad people than good, then, you know, we're gonna die anyway, right? Because, you know, we're gonna kill each other and, <laughs> and shit like that gonna happen. We just try to delay the process. Kind of sound pessimistic, but what I'm trying to get at is um, if Bitcoin couldn't survive this challenge, meaning the challenge of bad people doing bad things on the network and more bad people doing bad things than good people doing good things, then it's going to die out, right? It's going it's, to, it's just going to, you know, spiral and just going to disappear and it's going to be nothing. So it's, it's definitely a challenge. Um, and I definitely do not have enough knowledge to kind of predict or think about it or kind of have any argument about this but i think that's gonna be my take you know mm. that makes sense does it make sense yes that makes sense yeah yeah uh, yeah I mean, so so yeah what do you say well i was just i think in the long i think in the long run good good prevails <laughs> we but we but like you said before yeah, but like you said before, we'll always we'll always see things like this, or we won't, or we won't see them, right? But the, you know that these, you you know that these things will will be going on, right? 
we might not we might not see it in the news we might not see see it on our uh, you know I don't think you and I, you, I definitely don't and I, I don't think you do but um, I, I definitely don't access the dark web every day so um, I'm not seeing all the things <laughs> I'm not seeing all the things that are going on behind the scenes but you can you can bet your bottom dollar that um, th- that it is going on right so yeah and also one of the good things is public so people can see the wallet you can see the transaction you can see exactly what's happening I mean, you you might not be able to trace it, but you probably know identify the bad transaction. Yes. And other people in the network would know about it if you you know you kind of like tell others about it. It's more like it's decentralized, so people can decide to be like, you know what, this Bitcoin things, you know, it's for bad things only. I'm not for that. I'm not going to use it because the fact that I use it make it more value, and they can do transaction on it. If I don't, then you know. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it really depends on if human are good or bad. And I, I guess like everything, when you bring the power to the people, it's going to play out that way. Right. If you give the people the more power, then it's going to depend on like, is the people good or bad? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, and yeah, you, you, yeah, you could have a, a government that try to enforce certain thing, which is we should. But at the end of the day, if we bat, it's going to play out yeah. in the long run, right? Yeah, yeah. You cannot stop it. It just delayed the process. Exactly. But I don't believe so. Right? I don't believe we are bad. I think majority of humans are good. That's why we figured out to live with each other. Because, dude, 8 billion people are a lot of fucking people. Yeah. That's a lot of people. <laughs> just think and about it. we as a society... <laughs> We just, just think about that figure it out how to live. Yeah, right? I mean, and how yeah, long has a lot of how long has the traditional currency, you know, gold or cash or fucking wooden beads? How long has this shit been around for? Right, forever. And a couple thousand years. And and still today, Both. there's there's still today there are people attempting bank robberies. You know what I mean? Like, and still today, people yeah. are people are successful with bank robberies. Like, of course, it's much harder to rob a bank, right? But after all of this time, and again, of course, technology has advanced exponentially in the last 100 years, in the last 50 years, in the last 10 years. I think in the first episode, you brought up a fact, right? In the last like five years, we've seen more technological advancement. I, I forget what the fact was. I'm not even going to butcher it right now. But the, the point, <laughs> the, it, yeah. was, it was a kind of a mind-blowing fact that you presented. Um, and I think my point is that Yes, <laughs> like people are still figuring out how to move money around, how to you know uh, illegally, how to launder money, how to how to steal cash, how to steal gold, whatever. People are going to um, uh, dealerships and and mining uh, um, platinum and palladium from catalytic converters on cars and figuring out how to sell it for for money. Like you know what I mean? They're always going to be mm-hmm. s- someone uh, one step ahead. That you know that's not going to change. Yep. And with crypto, yep. the same thing. There are always going to be people who can who can figure out how to f the system, but it's not going to bring the whole system down because the majority of the people using the system are using it for good, not not evil, right? So yeah, I, I hope so. Like I say, right? I, I I have to look at the data, but I hope so. I hope that is the case um, because it could 
my theory could be wrong and we just bunch a bunch of douchebag and then you know we just bring down the system with them uh, who knows who knows it could be like that but yeah i i agree to your point there's always going to be people people who tried hack a system it yeah. since the beginning of time right <laughs> if people just like to hack the system they just like to do it i don't know why but we like to do it yeah. so um so yeah yeah good good point bringing up the seal seal road seal road black market <laughs> which which <laughs> which really nice segue into china because they actually built the first seal road <laughs> back in the day yeah <laughs> i <On> mean trade <laughs> exactly man exactly or was it genghis genghis khan and the mongols no, was, i think it's china it was china yeah gotta be i think china i pretty i'm pretty sure it's china um but yeah so uh china i i, I put the link you, i will put the link in the description but china has 65 percent of mining hash rate of bitcoin six i'm sorry what'd you say 65 percent of mining hash rate so what so what does that mean what does that mean so meaning within china i mean it's not they are not related but companies corporation in china has like 65 percent of chance to validate your transaction right wow. meaning so the hash rate the mining hash rate is like the power so bitcoin is a proof of work like i, I explained before but i will explain again so the more power in electricity you have the more chance that you will be the person to validate the transaction, right? And that's why it's decentralized. That's why I said before that you could have a chance, but if your power is too small, it will be insignificant, right? Because uh, mining and solving, so validate the transaction is solving a puzzle, a randomized puzzle, which doesn't have any you know deep logic into it. It just literally, you try every combination of a 256 character word until it fit. So you you just have like trillion, 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 trillion like key and you just try it so that it fit the lock. And you cannot do anything but try it one by one. So the more power you have, the more chance that you hit, you know, the right key and the right lock. And once you unlock it, you become the validator and you a new Bitcoin being born, right? And then you get that Bitcoin. Mm. And then you also validate the transaction. So if Sean send money to me, some some guy out there with a lot of electricity, he could you know try to solve it and verify that okay, Sean actually sent me money, right? And the the reason for that is like it will it will uh, force you to do it correctly because if you do it wrongly, right, I mean it's, it actually is impossible for to to do it wrongly, right? Um, so so but but it's only possible if you could have more than 51 percent chance of solving the problem right so now what can happen is because you have more than 51 percent chance you could double spend meaning double sending money you could verify your transaction twice and kind of collude the system right mm -hmm. because if you you verify this time and the next time you also the one who verify it you could uh, you could hack it but if you verify this one and the next one is someone else, then you couldn't do it, right? It, that's the idea. I mean, actually, don't quote me on that. Do your homework. 
But that was concerning because China has 65% of mining hash rate, even though it's like a separate company. What if they collide together? What is going to be? Right? Like what? what's going to happen if they just work together and yeah, and try to bring I, I think that's and, why. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, keep going. Then. I'm sorry. So, and yeah, sorry. So they, they will, I think the math saying that there won't be an economic um, advantage if you do it, meaning I don't think they they are going to get more money in Bitcoin because because if they if they hack the system right if they break bring down a system then all the Bitcoin is worthless, right? So so they so it's like also come back to game theory right? If you try to hack it right and you successfully hack it, what is going to happen? The value of Bitcoins drop, so you just hack a bunch of nothing. So the reason it's good and it has money and it has value because it's could like it's hard to hack and you know nobody try to hack it, right? And if you try to hack it and you're successful, you know it's just worth nothing. So there's no economic advantage, but it's China, so they could just do it to fuck around with people. <laughs> and wow. and I, I mean of course cryptocurrency is a threat to them because you know it kind of uh, break the concept of country. Right. So people don't need to be Chinese anymore. They just need to be human and have Internet access and they can do business. Right. So the government has less power over the people. So they could. I, 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 the only reason I can see they do it is because they want to break Bitcoin and bring their own digital. I think it's like what is that? The own currency, the Chinese digital yuan um, to become a thing. So I don't I, that's, that's why I'm scared, because if any other country I would not be as scared because they would, there's no like, you know, business advantage, like I said, right? You don't right. make more money if you hack Bitcoin, actually make less. But then because it's China, so they could just bring it down the system so that they could replace it with something that they like. That makes sense? See. I see. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, um. I'm trying to digest all that right now. That's, that's, uh, that's pretty amazing, actually. <laughs> I did not realize that, um, China is over half, well over half of all mining yes. comes, from, comes from China. Now, yeah, do you think that's why, so based on that, I, I'm, kind of I'm kind of curious why the United States is, is not so strict, really, on regulating What um, do you mean? Crypto. Well, I mean, I guess... Not so strict? Like, what, like the U.S. did not put more money to it or no i mean well i'm saying it's i mean anyone can uh, anyone can can buy crypto right now right like I, all you have to do is download Robinhood for free and then and then buy crypto all you have to do is download Coinbase oh actually for free and actually yeah, i i want to clarify it don't buy crypto on Robinhood because you don't actually own the, the coin you bought buy it on kraken on uh coinbase, coinbase. Yeah, and anything like not Romhill because you you actually don't own the coin. So could you uh, right? could you explain that? Could you explain it? So yes. So normally when you buy a coin, right, you need to send you you need to be able to send the coin to your own address, to your own wallet. Mm -hmm. So there's a famous term in in crypto words, not your key, not your coin, right? So you it need to be your key. It, it like it the coin has to stay in your wallet, then it's yours. Otherwise, it's still belong to the to the exchange 
right? And if anything happened to the exchange, poof, that's it, it's gone. So Robinhood. Oh, so, um, quick, quick thing now. Quick question for you. Um, is that why people? Is that why a lot of a lot of people who own a lot of crypto choose to download it onto an external hard drive? Exactly. So that is make it more secure, right? And okay. Um, yeah, external hard drive is like a way to secure your 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 crypto, right? Interesting. All right. Uh, yes. So 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 Robinhood, you you couldn't do that. So it, it's purely an investment, and because crypto is unregulated, what does it mean? So if stock, right? Stock gonna stay uh, linked to your tax and things like that, right? Your your social security number. So even if Robinhood is down, I mean, if you have to transfer stock into another exchange, right? But it's tied into your ID, so it's like always oh, belong to you. But crypto is not regulated, so when you bought crypto on Robinhood, Robinhood have it. Robinhood have the rights to do anything with it it's not yours mm. so if you you cannot even transfer it to, to another another exchange because uh -huh. you know they are not they are not support that feature so it's not your coin you, if you bought it you the, the reason is that so the thing is like if you buy it on Robinhood, you have to sell one day and it's purely an investment but if you bought it on other exchanges, you could transfer it to your wallet and you can use it directly. You don't have to sell because if, when you sell, you have 30% uh, short-term capital gains or like 15% long-term capital gains, right? Depends yeah. on what your tax bracket is. But the moment you sell to US dollar, you lose 30% of the value you have. So I don't even think that I'm going to sell any money crypto i'm just gonna use it <laughs> i'm thinking of it right now because i'm you know yeah well now you uh -oh. can't use it to, you can't use it to buy a tesla anymore <laughs> we'll get to that oh yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah what did you know what a, what a guy what a guy right do you know a quick a quick thing do you know what one of the first um if not the first crypto transaction was in history Oh yes, yes. This is a good story. Yeah. Why, why don't you tell people? It's you're thinking of crypto pizza, right? <laughs> yes, it is. It is a pizza. <laughs> it's a pizza. Yeah. yeah. Crypto pizza day. I think it's become like a fucking thing. It's um a monumental moment. Um. Yeah. First transaction: ten thousand Bitcoin for two large Papa Jones pizza. <laughs> this guy. So that that is yeah. so good because. <laughs> Um, definitely check out the podcast we put in the description because they, they so uh, they, they tell it in like a documentary like kind of vibe so not like us talking around like this so it's different vibe but essentially this guy he's fed up because like people just got mine Bitcoin accumulate Bitcoin but never really use it for anything so he's just like kind of like holding the back uh, wait it's gonna go up mm -hmm. so this guy just like screw this I'm gonna I'm gonna use to buy something so he just posed on the forum like, hey, someone buy me two Papa Jones pizza. I want to send them 10,000 Bitcoin. It was like $40 at that time. <laughs> so someone finally took on that offer. I was like, right, I'm going to do it for you. So he sent it and this he transacted and boom, that is the first transaction. And well, I think I allegedly, allegedly the first transaction that has happened, uh, not directly, in, indirectly with yeah. Bitcoin. Um, that's the, so I think, I think the guy who, um, wanted the pizza who's who you know spent the 10,000 Bitcoin his like username was Laszlo or something whatever they said in the podcast and the and the guy who um, called the pizza shop paid with real cash 
you know, what would it have been for two large pizzas, like from Papa John's, 20 bucks or something, right? Um, that uh-huh. guy, that guy has made a very nice investment because if, <laughs> if, if that motherfucker kept the 10,000 Bitcoin, how, how much would he have right now, right? So, like, well, Bitcoin just dipped a lot, but he's still going to have 400 million dollars. <laughs> now, after, I mean, that's before taxes and shit, but for like... Wow, that's true. 400 million. <laughs> Can you believe that? That's the most expensive pizza ever sold. Damn. It's so that's like diamond. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy, right? But I think everyone, everyone say like, "Oh, you're so dumb, you sell it early." But like, I, I honestly think because of those people, Bitcoin has this moment now. Like they, because it's how it works. You have to transact. You have to, you know, exchange and then increasing value. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of nothing, right? So exactly. It's, it, you need people to sacrifice to for a greater good. Well, even they would know it or not, but uh, it's necessary. Everything <laughs> happened for a reason. Yeah. Uh, this this four hundred million dollar pizza definitely happened for a reason. So Well, I'm I'm sure Laszlo can can sleep easy knowing that he he basically set things in motion, but I'm sure he's wishing that he uh he kept that ten thousand Bitcoin. Holy he shit. He definitely he definitely oh, wish he, he he just keep one thousand then he'd be good. Uh but wow. but yeah. Wow go That's down incredible. That's he goes down history. He, he goes down in history as the dumbest investor. <laughs> wow. And also the foundation for this uh, to happen. <laughs> oh. oh man. But yeah, uh, on on that on that note about Tesla and, and Bitcoin and Elon Musk, I know you do have some you know feelings about this. Why, why don't you share with us about uh, you know how he tweet out a bunch of tweets about. Well, how much energy, you know, yeah. Bitcoin, basically, I think he did not say crypto, he said Bitcoin. Uh, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I've, I really like Elon Musk, and I know you do too, Nam. Um, as uh-huh. engineers and computer scientists, you know, how, how can't you respect the guy for what he's done? But I do think he's a troll, and I think people listen to him too. You know, they they, they do what he says, and they, I don't know, I, I, he's the definition of a troll. And... So, yeah. Yeah. you know, Elon, Elon tweeted recently that, um, uh, that Tesla is no longer accepting Bitcoin for a payment of, of Tesla vehicles, um, which drove down the price of Bitcoin. And, you know, uh, you, you know for a fact that Elon Musk realized when he, when he first announced that Tesla would accept Bitcoin as payments for Tesla. And you know for a fact that when... Elon Musk was hyping up Dogecoin. He knew that mining cryptocurrency consumes a lot of energy from fossil fuel sources. You know what I mean? He knew, you know, for I mean, he he definitely knew that. He definitely didn't look past that. It's not like he's just realizing that now. So that's why I say he's a troll um, because he's just playing. He's just playing the markets, and um, he's basically got you know all these people on Reddit. Um, and I'm not, I'm not hating on anyone who goes on Reddit. I do too. But I, I, he's basically got all of us on puppet strings. You know what I mean? And uh, I was just, you know, what, what do you think about that, Nam? Do you think he's a troll or do you think he's, he's being, um, 
sincere about this? So I think he definitely having fun with it. I I I I think he has he has he having fun with it, and um, I just want to clarify by 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 saying he's a troll. What do you mean by that? Like what do like? I guess what is what what would you think the intention of him being a troll is in this particular situation with Bitcoin and Dogecoin? Well, I almost think it's a sort of like um. I mean, he's he's purposefully. I'm saying he's purposefully doing it and he might be having fun with it too but i'm saying he's purposefully doing that to make to make profit um okay i, see I don't see mean. any i don't see any other way i don't see any other reason why he would do that because what i'm saying is when he first announced that tesla would accept um bitcoin as payments right he that that more or less drove up the price of bitcoin because that now instead of transacting pizza now, now, now you can actually buy a car, a real car with Bitcoin. Um, that's a huge monumental moment. And so, you know, that's why Bitcoin shot up. But now all of a sudden he's, um, he's taking that back because Bitcoin consumes too much fossil energy from fossil fuel. And Tesla is a sustainable, you know, company making EVs. And he didn't know that at the beginning. Um, I think he short sold. I think he short sold. And he made a profit off of this. You know what I mean? I, I don't see any yeah. other motive. So, one, I, I heard one of the argument um, for this. And I think it's, this guy's Andre, I couldn't pronounce it. And J-I-K-H. He, he, he has really insightful YouTube video about crypto and Bitcoin and everything like that. Uh, I, will, I will link it in the description. Um, but what might be... An explanation is this, right? So, so you know that Tesla being has been getting a lot of money from the government because they do green energy, right? Yeah, they got a lot of subsidies from the government, and I think Joe Biden just came out with the statement when he just got the he which won the presidency that he gonna push for like uh, green energy by twenty thirty from I don't know from like car companies and things like that. So GM and all of the car car company just started like oh we're gonna go green like ev ev yeah. ev um and i think well throughout the year elon musk on tesla specifically been getting a lot of subsidized subsidies from from the government and i think one one th you know argument i can see it's and he made it in his video too is that um bitcoin could potentially being looked by the government as a you know, not green energy thing. And if you, as Tesla, as an entity being associated with that, you might not get the subsidies, right? And then the way he tweeted out is kind of weird too, because he it's not tweet, right? He just screenshot a, a, a bunch of texts, right? And he posts a picture of it. It's not like Elon, it's not Elon-like, you know? Because when he tweet, he just tweet, right? And I feel like maybe it is a pressure from shareholder, from, from the chair, from the board, that that kind of made him make that decisions about you know putting out that statement so that like kind of preserve preserve the um, the subsidies from the government because they they still need a lot of that right they still don't I don't think they make money yet as a company so if anything that might be one of the explanation I I don't think well I think if he try to make profit he probably tried to make profit for the survival of his own company. I don't think he, Elon would be, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know Elon, but 
I feel like a player that big would not just need extra million, few million, hundred million uh, for his personal gain. Yeah. yeah that makes sense? I, I, uh, no, I, I, I actually didn't, I didn't think about that, um, that point. And, uh, I, now I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I'm seeing where you're coming from now. I, I'm back to loving Elon Musk. He's not a troll. I take back everything. Uh, no, no, maybe he is. That's the thing. <laughs> no, I, the thing is like, he could be, I, I yeah. just, whenever I see someone do something, I, I just try to understand what is the, what is the motive, right? What is the, what is the chest, chest move behind this? Is everything that he did in the past kind of line up and make sense? Um, because I feel like millionaires or like 5 million, 10 million would like to do things like that for personal gains. Someone in the billion range is a lot of fucking money, bro. Like, I don't, like, I don't think you can buy more things with one more billion dollar. <laughs> it's just not, it's just not. I did either want to be like a, a God figure and kind of influence people that can be yeah. motive right like you, you try to have so much power and powerful you can test you're having fun with people on your power that could be a good motive right to 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 do true. something like that true uh, it's kind of I don't think it's yeah, yeah it's, it's i don't think if it do something if he did it for a bad reason i don't think it's money reason it's going to be something like god complex you know it's like the thing he think he's god oh he yeah. tried to manipulate just because he's having fun with it and he can yeah. i don't think yeah. he tried to make extra few millions. I don't think it's going to better his life. I mean, he, he could literally bought anything that he wanted to, except for Mars, right? That's why he's still working on it. Um, yeah. But but the guy, and I mean, yeah, I think that's what I'm thinking. That's my point, uh, my, my opinion about this whole scandal. I see, I, see what you know? you're, I, I see what you're saying. And, you know, I mean, I could see that being, I could see that being the case. Um, but it still leads me to question why if Tesla, if their whole brand is centered around, you know, um, sustainability and creating an electric revolution um, for the future, you know, why accept uh, Bitcoin as payment? And I, I, I understand that. Um, I understand that they would do that for other reasons too, um, to be innovative and 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 accepting and whatnot but if you're a sustainable sustainably um focused company why accept bitcoin if you know that there there is such a such a massive amount of electricity um then the electricity is generated by fossil fuels to mine this stuff um you i would i feel like tesla would almost be one of the last companies to go forward with that unless you have a crypto that you know is mined only by um with energy <clears throat> that has been um generated from solar or wind you know what i mean something like that right? yeah i mean what you say is uh actually actually this so bitcoin's proof of work but the other crypto like ethereum 2.0 they're moving to proof of stake so they actually don't use that much energy right it's, it's more like a staking mechanism where you you put in your money as collateral and the more money you put in the more chance you have to solve the, the problem and and verify the transaction and if you do it wrong your collateral being taken away 
So so and those system doesn't doesn't require energy that much at all or, or even at all. So there's yeah I, I think okay. you're right. Like there are a lot of like AD, like Cardano doing that too. Uh, Ethereum start doing it. A lot of other coins start to do the proof of stake thing because it's more scalable and more like you know I don't know. I mean there's a debate about debate about like the the top one percent still have more power to govern the transaction but still like it, it is pros and cons of that um but yeah i, I actually don't know why they're gonna they, they will take bitcoin I, I i think i would need to see more action from him to kind of understand what is the move behind this mm. um and obviously this guy this man is just you know mysterious uh he just <laughs> troll he just you know he just have fun you know when he's serious, he smoked weed on Joe Rogan, and the <laughs> the stocks just don't dip. He doesn't he doesn't care. I like that though. I, um, I I like that, and I'm I'm not saying I don't I I don't like Elon Musk. I'm just I like that he's a different kind of guy. He's he's kind of you know changing the um changing the stereotype. Yeah, he's changing the stereotype that all tech tech guys and business guys need to be kind of you know, stoic and serious and straight to the point and blah, blah, blah. He's, I like his vibe, but I'm just kind of, you know, questioning his decisions. You know what I mean? I, I Like I said, I think Tesla would, would, yes, they are a tech-centric, innovative company, but I feel like they would be one of the last companies to accept crypto as, as forms of payment until uh, until at least like, crypto can be mined sustainably you know what i mean um yeah and they can prove think, that it's been mined sustainably yeah but you know well, I, I, sorry sorry you continue um no, no 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 worries at all i mean but now that i'm thinking about it if you look at tesla's branding it's it's almost like they're all for electric obviously but it's almost like they they aren't really too forward speaking about being sustainable not you know like they mention it but they don't like it's not like patagonia type sustainable you visit patagonia's website and all they show and all they discuss is how how sustainable their clothing is every every bit of fabric is sustainably sourced they're all for the environment green green everything tesla is not really that forward about that they just make tech heavy um advanced vehicles that are powered by electric so mm, i don't know maybe i should think about this some more i feel like i reacted to <laughs> um too yeah, strongly I get what against them yeah maybe 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 it's not super sustainable from the start is that what you mean like maybe it's just not even something that they really yeah that's what i'm saying anymore yeah maybe yeah maybe you're right right maybe Maybe that's the case. That's why they they uh, make that move and they're comfortable making that move. And uh, of course, uh, and and also what what is interesting is when they make that move, not there's not a uh, what is that a backlash from people. That say something, right? Because if, for example, Patagonia doing something crazy about you know the environment, people are gonna lose their shit. Or like Apple wanna sell your private privacy, they're gonna lose their shit. Because it does, that's the the, yeah. the like the whole purpose of the brand. 
But I think the fact that not many outreach, I actually don't know how many of them are angry. I, it doesn't seem to be so. Like I'm follow Twitter. It's not like, I mean, Twitter is not the word. But anyway, there's no big news about like, oh, is it like sustainable? Is Tesla bad? Yeah. This. So right. maybe it's not the core value that people see Tesla. And also that's not the core thing that they trying to push. It just happened to be like electricity is better than gas. I mean, yeah. the, the way you the way you get electricity can also be bad, right? Coal energy and things like that. Same thing with, you know, Bitcoin is not bad. It's the way you get the electricity to use for Bitcoin is bad, you know? So electricity yeah. can still be bad. It just, it's just better than gas <laughs> for now, right? Right, right. Um, no, I think you. Yeah, I'm, uh, I think I think you bring up a a great point. I think that yeah, that might be the case. Um, I think Tesla, more over anything, is an electric car company. They, of course, with electric, you know, with electric cars comes the um, you know sustainability aspect. But um, I don't think Tesla really. I don't think they've always cared too much about that component it's more about creating um a great electric car right um yep. so yeah awesome bro oh well, i think we at the one hour mark what yeah do you, what do you want to touch on more i think that's good for sure um yeah so do we have do, do we have an in the news today or no, we probably don't have the in the news today so um okay. we yeah, we're probably going to end here for this episode. Thank you guys so much for, for tuning in. Uh, more tech, more maybe crypto, more more things going on with, you know, we can talk about the social media thing, Facebook and everything. We can also talk about, what did you mention it before? I forgot. There's something, that, some topic that you oh, mentioned. Oh, esports. Esports, yes. And and things like that too. So, uh, yeah, exciting. Uh, and And hope you guys tune in. Looking forward to the, to the next episode. Uh, we will put everything in, in the description. So uh, give us a like. Follow us on Instagram right now. Uh, definitely subscribe to us on, on po- Google po- Google Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcast. You, you can you can find us anywhere. And yeah. And stay off the stay off the deep web, please. Stay off the deep web. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing good coming out there. So (laughs) use your Bitcoin for good things only. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys.